Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Hello, my besties. It is Danny J. And I'm doing a solo episode that means alone, just me, just me and you in your ear. Um, So today I, this came up kind of recently for myself and I figured if it comes up for me, it's going to come up for some of you. And it is the question of when's it going to be my turn? And what I mean by this is I was thinking back to when I was younger and I felt like all my friends were getting engaged and getting married. And I was like, when's it going to be my turn? When do I get the proposal? When do I get to have the wedding? Um, And then later on, they're buying houses. And I'm like, when's it going to be my turn? When do I get to buy the house? When do I get to have nice things, right? Uh, I know for some, it's having a baby. Everyone around you is getting pregnant. And you're like, when is it going to be my turn? I've been struggling with infertility or had miscarriage after miscarriage. And seems like everyone around me is getting pregnant but me. Uh, A promotion in a job been passed over multiple times. I know I'm qualified. How could they bring in someone from the outside? When's it going to be my turn? Uh, How about falling in love? (laughs) When's it going to be my turn? When is it going to be my turn? Everyone else is making money hand over fist and I'm still struggling in my business. All my friends have so many followers. When's it going to be my turn? So that's what I want to talk about today. And I think that this is a really common thought. I don't know. I wish I had Jill here to ask her if she's felt this way. (laughs) I feel like maybe it's a common thought. So I'm going to say it is. Um, But I feel like there are at least times when we feel this way. And we may call it jealousy, although I don't necessarily think that jealousy and this feeling are one and the same. I feel like there can be jealousy involved, but sometimes it's just a matter of feeling just exhausted and tired and feeling like, what am I doing all this for? I felt like I was looking for a certain outcome and here I am working and struggling and grinding or being a good person or saying the affirmations or putting up the vision board and it's not working for me. Why? I feel less of this feeling of jealousy and more of a sense of unfairness with the universe and the world. And I'm going to just say right away, I don't even know if I have an answer. And I know that one thing that can be really struggling, maybe if you're religious or if you grew up religious, you might have heard things like, God doesn't put a desire in your heart that isn't meant to be fulfilled. So you're thinking, I want this. And I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to have success. I want to have this promotion. And if I believe in God and I have this desire, it must be there for a reason, right? That's what we're taught. And even in the medical, medical, the metaphysical 
or law of attraction type of groups, they also say things like that. And we hear in personal development that if we have a desire, it's there for a reason. You might even hear on a podcast or business podcast saying, you know, if you have a desire to work with this type of person or start this business, then that's what you're supposed to do. You don't have it on your heart for a reason. You don't think of these things for no reason. So we're told, we're given these messages that we have this desire in our heart for a reason. And then it's not coming true. The outcome isn't happening. The result isn't there. So we're struggling. We're in the middle of this. Why do I have this desire if it's not going to work for me? Why do I want to be a mother if I literally can't have children? Why do I want to be in a relationship when I haven't had more than a second date in six years? Uh, Why am I trying to start this business when I can't get a single client? Why, 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 why? (laughs) So it's, it sucks because what if it's not going to work for you? What if you do have a desire and it's impossible? What if you have a desire to be a mother and yet you had a hysterectomy? What if you have a desire to get to the top of a company and you get laid off? Then what? So we just say, well, the universe was wrong. That desire was a, a lie. I don't know. It starts to make you question your faith. It starts to, makes you que- starts to make you question everything, right? Why do I want this if I can't have it? And I think the struggle lies within the wanting something and not being able to have something and then looking around and seeing all these other people having it and not us. And we feel like suddenly maybe I'm being punished for something. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not smart enough. And we start to create these stories about why it isn't happening. And funny enough, uh, the reason you probably see it happening for all the other people is because you're paying attention to it, right? There is that law of, what is it called? Oh gosh, I'm going blank. It's like if you buy a red car and suddenly all you see is red cars, right? Um, So, you know, for me, I'm not trying to get pregnant. So I don't see that happening a lot, but I guarantee you if the moment I start trying to get pregnant, I'm going to see everybody's announcements on Facebook about their pregnancy, right? Or the moment I'm trying to get engaged, I'm going to see everyone's getting engaged. Or the moment I'm trying to, you know, grow my following, I'm going to see one of my friends go viral and they just got 100,000 followers or something because I'm suddenly looking for it. So I think there's this weird bias there where we start to see the thing that we're missing because we're suddenly looking for it. But... You have the desire. You have the desire. You want to know when's it going to be my turn. And you're starting to get depressed. You're starting to question your motives. You're starting to question, are you really cut out for this? You're starting to question, is this business really a good idea? You're starting to question, am I just going to be alone the rest of my life? You're starting to wonder, should I just give up? Should I just quit right now? And I don't know the correct answer to any of this. To be honest, I hope this podcast is useful. But I do want to say, um, I would love to say, like, be patient, keep working, your time will come. You know, I know a story about someone who did 27 infertility treatments and they finally got pregnant. Just keep going. You know, like we all hear those stories. But sometimes it just doesn't fucking happen. Sometimes it just doesn't. You don't hear about the stories of the person who tried and 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 and then it just never happened because they just quit. And I don't know, 
is it okay to just quit? I think the answer to that is yes. Um, but sometimes the thing that we want is so elusive and we keep thinking if you go for it long enough and hard enough, it's going to happen. And maybe the key is to never give up, but I don't know. I really don't. I think there is a point where sometimes we do just have to move on. However, what I want to share with you today is four things that'll help you take the sting out or distract you from the inner turmoil of feeling like, when is it going to be my turn of waiting and watching and seeing it happen for everyone else? And you know you want to be happy for them, but deep inside you feel hurt. So I want to share with you four things that I think will help or at least help reframe the whole idea. So number one I is trust that is trust that what is for you is for you and what is for someone else is for them. I'm going to say it again. This is number one. Trust that what is for you is for you and what is for someone else is for them. I started doing hypnotherapy again and I got this from my hypnotherapist, Kayla. Shout out. What's up, Kayla? Um, she said that to me because I started telling her how I was looking for a new place and I'm trying to find a place to live. And it's been a long time since I've had any desire or any place that I want to be in. And I found this really, really sweet house. It was fully furnished, great location, started obsessing over it, you know, dreaming about living in it already, picturing the parties there and all the things. And I called up the guy and he said, do you have perfect credit? And I was like, no, I do not. And he said, well, sorry, but the guy who owns the property has already declined someone for not having perfect credit. So sorry. And I was so bummed. I was so bummed. And at the same time, I was kind of proud of myself for actually wanting something again, for having a desire for something again, because quite honestly, I've been so apathetic. And I was super bummed. And then I got convicted, like, okay, I got to get my credit right. You know, I've had some issues finding out I was on my ex's stuff and there's paperwork to do, but I'm like, okay, there's something I could do about it. Like this gives me a goal and a focus to get my credit right. Now that house is probably gone. It's going to be on to someone else, but now at least I have something to look forward to. But what my hypnotherapist Kayla said was what that house wasn't for you. It, whoever got it, it was for them. And I wanted to be like, yeah, bitch, but it was for me though. <laughs> but obviously it wasn't However, I loved the idea to trust that if it's for me, it's going to be for me. And if it's for someone else, it was meant for someone else. And while that didn't take away the disappointment in the exact moment that it happened, it did give me some peace to realize that, yep, I want to bless and release whoever gets that house, whoever gets that property, that it's going to be amazing for them. And that something better or even more perfect just for me is waiting for me. I'm going to give you one more story about that is when I was 16 years old, I was looking for a job and you guys know my story. I was pregnant at 16 and I needed to find work. I wanted to find work. I needed to make money because I really wanted to move out of my house and I was looking for jobs and I applied at this new like smoothie place and I had it an interview and I thought I nailed it. I had great grades 
I thought I was really good at interviewing. I took a class on it and I just left that feeling amazing. Now, my best friend at the time also interviewed for the same job. And I knew her. (laughs) I knew that she probably wasn't as good at the interview. I also knew her grades weren't that good. And she just wasn't as professional. Like I'm sure she didn't show up to the interview looking, you know, the way I looked showing up to the interview. I was certain that I would get the job over her. And about a week later, I got a call saying I did not get the job. And my best friend called me excited saying she did get the job. And I was so upset. Like, how did she get this job? And I didn't. I know I would have been better at the interview than she was. So uh, I didn't work. Time went on. Ended up having my baby. Still didn't have a job. A few months later, I was turning in applications at different places, Barnes and Noble and who knows where, fast food places. And I saw this new gymnastics gym. And I decided to just stop in because I was a gymnast. And I walked in, it was about three in the afternoon. And my old coaches were standing right there in the lobby. And I said, what are you guys doing here? They're like, we just bought this place. What are you doing here? I said, I'm doing, I'm looking for jobs. And I was just out and about. They said, what are you doing in 45 minutes? You want to come back and start coaching? It's like, <laughs> absolutely I do. Turns out I ended up getting that job hired on the spot that very day, making $10 an hour when the smoothie job that I was so upset about not getting was paying $5.75 or $6 an hour. So I had no idea, but I was so upset why it wasn't fair. I didn't understand. And then just a few short months later, I was able to do a job where I got paid a lot more using skills that I was really good at. And ultimately that job launched me into the rest of my careers that I had since then, coaching and doing acrobatics and personal training. And so I just had no idea. So ultimately what I'm trying to say with these stories is sometimes things don't work out for you because there's something better waiting for you and we're just not there yet. So trust that what is for you is for you and what is for someone else is for them. Second thing, ask yourself if you are really ready. Ask yourself if you are really ready. Are you really ready to be married and in a relationship? Have you dealt with all of your stuff and your baggage? Are you really ready to be a mom? Are you really ready to be as successful as you want to be? Can you handle a team? Can you handle the finances? Can you handle the stress and the pressure? Are you really ready for that thing that you think that you want, that you really, really want? Are you really ready? Now, if the answer is yes, then you kind of have to go back to number one and trust that there may be something else out there on its way to you. So for me, the house, the apartment, the house that I wanted. Shoot, I'm ready for that place. However, That one's not for me. Apparently it's for someone else. So I have to just believe that something else is on their way. You know, like the gymnastics job. I was really ready to work. I really wanted to. However, something else was on its way to me. So you might be ready. But if you're not, what can you do to get ready? What can you do to prepare to be the kind of person who's ready to be in that loving relationship? Maybe you need to go to more counseling. Maybe you need to deal with some stuff in the past, forgiveness. Maybe you need to get your finances in order. Maybe you need to get your credit in order like me right now, right? I thought I was really ready to move, but I'm not really ready to fill out the application and get exactly what I need. So I got to work on the credit stuff for a little bit. So 
Ask yourself if you're really ready. If the answer is no, what are the steps you can take to be ready, to be ready to receive, to be ready to be that person? And if you are ready, then we have to trust that something else is on their way or on its way to you. The third thing is to get out of the way. Stop trying to control the outcome and everything around it. There's a word that is really was really, really hard for me to learn, and that word is surrender. It means let go of trying to control it all. Don't go on a date assuming like this is this might be the your husband, your future husband, and go blowing it all and trying to control it from the get-go. Don't go into uh, you know a job interview thinking you got this, this is the one, it has to be the one because this is the thing you've been wanting. Do not try to control the outcomes. You have to surrender, let go, and allow things to work out the way they're going to work out. You have to surrender. You're trying to have the baby. You tried IVF. You've had miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage. Surrender and let go. Maybe there's another way or route that you're meant to become a mother. Maybe it's not through you. Maybe someone's going to show up in your life who's going to be your surrogate. Maybe you're going to find a runaway child and end up adopting them. I don't know if you read my emails. If you're on my email list, I wrote about a runaway that I picked up last week. Um, You have to surrender and stop trying to control the outcome. And the last one, number four, is to be happy now. Be content now. My old mentor, Jeff Olson, he wrote the book, uh, The Slight Edge. He used to talk about this a lot in uh, meetings that I would go to, how people always think, I'll be happy when I'm successful. I will give more money when I have more. I will be happy when I have the relationship. I will be happy when I have the baby. I will be happy when I have $10 million in my bank account. But they have found in studies that the people who are who are happy or have those things had to be happy first. They were happy before the success came. They choose to feel good before the relationship came. I've never seen anyone who had their relationship complete them and make them happy if they weren't already happy first. Because what will happen? Wherever you go, there you are, right? Wherever you go, there you are. So if you're unhappy, you're waiting for a relationship to fix you, eventually you're going to show up, your old self's going to show up, and you're going to have that partner with you, and you're realizing they're not making you happy anymore because you have to find that within yourself. So these are the four things that I hope will help you kind of calm down and stay calm through these moments of asking yourself, when is it going to be my turn? Number one, trust that what is for you is for you. And what's for someone else is for them. Number two, ask yourself if you are really ready. And if the answer is no, what are the steps you need to take so that you can get ready and be ready? And if the answer is yes, trust that there may be something else for you on its way to you. (laughs) Go back to number one. Number three, get out of your own way. Stop time, control the outcome, surrender and allow. And number four, be happy now. So love to hear your thoughts on these and I would love to see you all in the Facebook group. If you go to the bestlifepodcast.com, you can join our group, join the conversation. And I would also love if you leave some reviews. We just had a one star recently that 
I wish she gave more details, but I would love to see more five stars. I love honesty. So regardless, I'm happy for the review, but please leave us reviews. I haven't seen any in too many in a little while. And with that, have an amazing day, night, workout, whatever you're doing while you're listening to me. And I'll see you soon.